Uh, I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. So our camera will open in the city late at night outside of the club, the Haven West Club, which is one of Carol's clubs. As I mentioned to everybody, it is a bit of a monster mash theme. The classics, the Wolfman, Vampires, Frankenstein, Creature from the Black Lagoon, etc. Did you guys all arrive together or... Did you arrive separately? Well, it depends on whether or not we were driving. Well, the other two are so poor. Missy would have had Calvin give her a ride over. Are you bringing Calvin inside, or is he just giving you a ride? He's just going to give me a ride. I know what happens when he gets around Carol. He's going to go make some money tonight with his Ubering, lifting, and other various hustle-related jobs that he performs. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, I got a ride. I'll be standing out there, what I assume is a line, you said? I have to stand in a line? Why can't I just get in? You want to try and just get in? Yeah. Yeah, how are you going to try and just get in? Mm, go around, see if there's another entry, and try to get in. Just, like, sneak in the back door? Jimmy, you just taking the bus, or are you going to have some other method of transportation? Yeah, Jimmy's probably going to have someone drive him. He's got a lot of people he knows that habitate the mall. Yeah. Um, And then finally, Art, are you just footing it, or are you going to... I am taking the Nosferatu entrance through the sewers. Wonderful. Missy, you're going to be able to find like the back area where some guy's just working, pushes open a back door after you wait for a minute. He's got two bags of trash that he's taken out. He's wearing like a cook's outfit with an apron and stuff and kicks open the door, doesn't shut it, and you just kind of sneak right in while he's not paying attention, taking out the trash, and you will be able to get in to the club itself. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to get in there, go through, I guess, what would be the back back of the house to get into the club area. And then, I guess, once in there, kind of look around, see what's going on. You have to check out the lay of the land and then find a safe spot to, to camp. As you come in, the lights are down low. Music is playing. It is a little bit of a mix of hip-hop music, because that's what Carol is into, but also a little just a little like house dance-type music. Is this the kind of thing, specifically Carol's kind of thing, that you would have gone to before, or? Yeah, you're going to go to parties like this. It's shelter, and might be able to pickpocket a bit, and yeah, I would go. One of the things you will know is 
feeding on other vampires' turf is not uh, not taken lightly. So either don't get caught or make sure you have permission or something along those lines. Exactly, exactly. Art and Jimmy have told me all of this. If they offer it to me, I can take it. I just can't take it unless it's offered. I got this. So as you look around, there are a bunch of people that are dancing. There's a bunch of people getting drinks. There's a bunch of people everywhere. You can smell the mortals and the blood around them. And it reminds you of just how hungry you are. Mm -hmm. On the walls, they have set up projectors that are shooting old school black and white Nosferatu up on the one wall. Another one has the old werewolf, like those old classic monster movies, like the first versions of them are all being broadcast all over the walls. These old movies that you're never going to actually be able to watch because there's all these lights, there's all these people, all this noise, and they're old and dated. Mm-hmm. How could anybody believe this stuff? You do not see Carol. Good. You assume that she is around somewhere making some kind of plans for grandiose entrances or some kind of grand reveal. You do notice a few other kindred that you know in the crowd. Hmm. They're just like faces I've seen, not like I really know know them. They're just people that you have seen around in kindred society. Okay. You've seen them at Elysium. Maybe somebody has come by to drop something off or to meet with somebody. Or you are kind of, well... A slight social outcast in the kindred world. Do they not have any kind of a buffet or refreshments? Like people food? Sure. No. Specifically, no. They wouldn't have just people laying around that you could just feast upon. However, if you were to try and lure somebody away, it is a club. There are dark areas that you could. No, no. It has to be offered. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll survive until maybe after this party. Jimmy and Art, are you guys waiting in line, or are you guys doing some other kind of maneuvers to get inside? I told you once before, I am taking the Nosferatu entrance. So you're going to walk over there through the sewers? That? So as you come up to that section of the sewer... There is a steel door reinforced, but not kindred reinforced, just like normal people. Standing on the inside of it as it is cracked open, you can see that there is a decently sized man, clearly a bouncer that almost assuredly is in the know of kindred society. But he's just sitting there on a stool with a fan kind of blowing the stink back into the sewer a little bit. This is a wise decision. Well, Art will approach. He will ask if he has any of the toilet water that smells good instead of the toilet water that I just walked out of. He'll point over to a mop sink. You can get cleaned up there, sir. Excellent. Is it hopping tonight? There's quite the line out front, and we are slowly letting them in to maintain the anticipation. Ah, the anticipation. Well, thank you very much for your candor and your 
Mm, how do you say it? Well, we'll just call it your service for this time. And Art is going to reach in his pocket, and he's got a wad of bills, because he's the only one among the entire coterie that actually has money. And he'll peel off a 20, hand it off to the guy. Do you make it very obvious, or you do like the, the handshake handoff? I do the handshake handoff. I am Nosferatu. I have to make it look good. He's very happy to take it from you, and he actually does shake your hand as though you were a normal person, which I'm sure is a little unusual for Art after all of his years. Da, it is fine. I will wipe my hand off after I'm inside the building. The mistress will be making her usual announcements this evening around midnight. Da, I will be certain to hear them. And as you head up the stairs to come in through the back way, what is Art dressed like? Art is going to be dressed like an illithid from D&D, like long wizard robes, and he's got one of those silly cephalopod knit caps that's got the, the tentacles hanging off the front. He's got one of those in bright green, and then he's got dark glasses on behind it to make it look like he's got the, the dark bulbous eyes. And of course, he's also got the high neck cape because he is a Nosferatu, and everyone in a Nosferatu has a high neck cape. Missy, I forgot to ask you what you were dressed as. Missy went all out. She has a different black hoodie on, black jeans, black boots, even more black eyeliner. But she went all out. Found a, a nice pair of uh, black wings. She is dressed as the raven. Oh. Oh. And then finally, Jimmy, how are you getting inside? Jimmy goes to the front of the line, turns on awe. And says, good friend of Carol, can you let me in? You will notice behind the door as one of the people that is, you know, there's people there that are checking bags, pat-downs, checking for things that shouldn't be in the club. Behind them is a large, meaty man you know is one of Carol's personal security and ghouls, and he very obviously knows you. The two guys look up at you and they're lost in your splendor for a moment. And then he gets that that look that, that all mortals do when you use all on them and then comes to recognize who you are. The two people that are doing bag checks and stuff, they don't want to take their eyes off of you, but they do for a second to look for approval from him and he makes a small motion to allow you to come through and to allow you inside. Thanks, Keith. And Jimmy walks on through. And then, finally, Coco, standing in the line out here, there's a man that walks by that you don't think much of. And then, out of the corner of your eye, you catch him. And Jimmy, what does she see? What are you dressed as? Jimmy is dressed in a black tank top with like little colorful dots all over it with sweat written on the chest. And he's wearing very short black and white striped shorts. He has his hair in a, a perm, so it's a little poofy. White running shoes with white socks that go halfway up his calf. It's supposed to be Richard Simmons. 
And, uh, yeah, he's trying to pull it off. And then, after a few moments of gazing at this Adonis of a man, as it were, he steps inside. Did you come tonight with anybody? And what are you dressed as? Uh, yeah, I brought my friend Jade with me. And we, like, worked on our costumes together because, you know, super mega best friends and stuff. I am a fire fairy, and she is a water fairy. You know how you can make the long drapey fairy wings where you have the sticks that you hold in your hands to, like, hold them up, you know, above your head, and then you're like a semicircle kind of a fabric. So my fire fairy, I have these sparkles all over because I knew that it would light up with the lights. Very pretty. So mine are like all fire colored and hers are all water calm blues. But yeah, two sides of the coin. I'm just so excited. I love Halloween. Love Halloween. She also caught eyes of that guy. Uh, I don't think you would recognize who Richard Simmons is. Because you're, you know, 20. I don't know who Richard Simmons is, but I know he was hot. Like, super hot. Like, those legs. So hot. (laughs) Oh my god, his calves, girl, they were... Oof. I know, right? And the arms, like, probably a good snuggler, if you know what I'm saying. Did you see how poofy his hair was? Uh, just stick my fingers in it. You would, too. That's hilarious. Just, like, shake him all up. You're going to have to. <laughs> you think I can find him inside? You know we can find him. Yeah. You do also know that you were supposed to be meeting with Carol tonight. Because, you know, she invited you, of course. I know. Carol fucking Jackson. Like, okay, I can't wait. With that, we cut to inside where the vampires have cheated the system because, you know, they just can't wait in a line. They're too good for lines. I think any human could have done what I've done. It just shows their lack of initiative and intelligence. I've been around the block longer. Not false. <laughs> Is there anything you guys want to do inside in the immediate? Were you going to plan on finding each other? Were you going to look for anybody specific or anything along those lines? I think I'd keep an eye out. I assume Art and Jimmy have told me they're coming. We just didn't come together. Nah. I would keep an eye out. For them, also kind of casing the humans around, the mortals, and seeing if there's any easy marks that I could lift items from. Because, again, I have to I have to do this stuff to go pawn and have money. You're currently pretty flush because you had all of those things. You never know. Like The next time I'm going to hit a score like that, it's going to be a while, so... But yeah, I'll keep an eye out. You're just casing it for for stealables, not casing it for eating. No, stealables. Like I said, I'll wait until after the party to find someone to, to nom on. Sure. 
there are people here that are wearing a bunch of various types of jewelry. Granted, as it's a costume party, some of it may be fake. Costume jewelry? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hard to tell just from looking at it in the dim club lights. Are you looking for anything in particular, or are you just looking for targets of opportunity? Opportunity? Even if it's costume jewelry, if I think it looks neat, I may go for it. So you're going to spend a little while just going around and picking up things that people didn't realize they dropped. Mm-hmm. Art and Jimmy, were you doing anything in particular in the next few minutes, or...? Jimmy is going to check or at least look to see if Stephen Cohen is at the party. So you will see several people, one of which will be Stephen Cohen. You will see his child, Brad Kelly. You will see the both of them there. You will see Elizabeth who is one of the deputies. All right. Do you want to do anything with these guys, or do you just want to see if they are there? I would like to talk with uh, Stephen, or Mr. Cohen, I believe he prefers to be called. Yeah. So you just kind of get his attention, get him to step away, and just have a small conversation off to the side. Yes. It'll take him a minute to break off and he leaves his little group of people. Um, He is very classy. He's wearing his suit and he just has a white Phantom of the Opera mask on. Okay. Very classy. Very classy. And I believe the play was out in the 80s, so it's acceptable too. But he'll do that businessman thing where he puts one arm on your shoulder and walks you away and Jimmy, how can I help you this evening? Hey, Mr. Cohen. I have some interesting things happen to me a couple days ago. And I want to know if you perhaps know anything. Interesting things. That's uh, And he'll look around to your environment. Is this a more of a private conversation, or is this something that can be had here? Uh, is the music loud? Music's loud, so you're kind of having to talk a little bit louder. You could go and find a private booth or a private spot to have a more intimate conversation if you wished. Uh, yeah. Probably best to be a little bit more sheltered away. Of course. And he will head off into the darker side areas that offer a little bit more privacy that you guys can have a conversation in. What's on your mind? So, um, I'll just jump right to it because I'm sure you're going to have fun here and I don't want to get in your way of having that. So, uh, recently there's been some buddy, I don't know who, been, uh, eating up some humans at the mall. And I know you have a fledgling. Who's uh, who might not know all the rules? So I just wanted to double check. There, he's aware of the do's and don'ts. I'm not really suspecting him, per se. I, I know, you know, Ventru 
right? So I know you're picky eaters. So, you know, what is his preferred type? When you start talking about how his child may not know the rules and that kind of stuff, you're going to see a flash of irritation go across him because it is his responsibility to educate his child in the ways of empiric life. However, to insinuate that his child doesn't know almost insinuates as though he has a poor teacher. He takes slight insult and umbrage at that, and as you continue, he's going to hold up a hand to stop you. I don't know how you run your territory, sir, but I can assure you that everything under my purview is under control and being taken care of as it should be. Right, and I'd expect nothing less. I'm not trying to insult you or anything, it's just... You know, you're the closest neighbor, you have a fledgling, and I know everyone else should know the rules, and I just wanted to double-check before I really accused a, you know, non-fledgling. I'm not saying he did it, I was more of asking, like, what is his preferred snack type to just kind of completely rule him out. How many Ventru do you think Jimmy knows? Not many. I mean, knows of probably a few, but actually interacts with often maybe one or two he will pause for a moment and still with that look of annoyance on his face that is not your business nobody asks you about your preferences or your tastes and he very clearly looks you up and down as you are dressed like like a crazy person right but i will have you know that Everything in my house is under control, and as it should be. But I appreciate the information that something in your neighborhood leaves something to be desired. Right, and we're neighbors, right? So maybe it's something nearby. I wouldn't want it spilling over into my area. Yeah, you could look at it that way, sure. He'll give you a little side tilt of the head nod and moves to walk away from you if you don't engage him. Have a good party. He gives you a half-hearted wave over his shoulder as he is exiting your area. Meanwhile, Art, what are you up to? I am going to be shaking hands with all of the Nosferatu. By that, I mean I'm going to go around and check all of the regular places that we would set up surveillance equipment and giving it a little wave. We are nothing if not predictable. You will look around in all of the usual suspects. You will notice that there aren't any. Oh, no, 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 no. We will have to fix this. You're just going to start leaving little bits and bobs everywhere? Uh, Somebody has to record the events of this evening, do they not? Somebody would. You would also know, given as you found none, that either there are no other Nosferatu here because the Toreador and the Nosferatu don't exactly get along because you're, well, you're ugly. And it also implies that anything that is left will probably be cleaned up by Carol's people. Well, I will intend to retrieve my equipment before I leave tonight. Are you doing this sneakily or are you... I will attempt to do this with the sneaky type, yeah. Back out front in line, our two fairies have gotten to the front of the line, 
And you will notice, Coco, that the man that you met the other night is standing outside. He's not checking bags, but he's standing behind them. Well, I mean, definitely don't want to talk to him. He wasn't very warm and friendly or anything. But when I get up there, I'll, you know, give him a wave and see if he says anything to me. Like, if he remembers me. You'll wave at him. He will turn and he will give you a small nod. After your bags are checked and you're allowed in, he will turn to pull you to the side and then lean down into your ear and tell you that Miss Jackson expects you in roughly an hour. The IP section. Yes! Girl, we're on a VIP! I can't wait! Just you. Oh. Uh, okay. All right. Um, and I just grab a hold of Jade's hands and walk in the club. Important question. Did you pregame? Yeah, obviously. We've been pouring ourselves into these costumes like all day. So feeling pretty good. Good, good. Did you bring anything for party favors? Yeah. What are you, my dad? No, but the bouncers are. Trust me, it's very hidden inside of the costume where they are not going to find it. Did you bring a lot or a little? Just a little bit to get me through the night. She's got her own stash, so I'm sure. But we knew we were going to be partying. And I also know that I have to talk to Carol Jackson. So, like, I don't want to get too fired up because it's my big chance, you know? Right. You want to be kind of sober, but you don't want to be nervous. Exactly. Just take the edge off so that I'm, like, good and feeling good. Like, we're so ready. I'm so excited for this. But, like, I don't want to embarrass myself or, like, fall asleep or anything. That would be dumb in the middle of a party. When you get inside, you see a scene very much like what everybody else was described. Are you just going to go enjoy yourself and have a good time, or are you going to try and do anything in particular? Uh, hit the bar first, and then dance. Dance, 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 dance. I'm going to try and like flap my like wings as much as possible, basically, and sparkle and find where the light is shining just right so that, you know, we both kind of glitter. These wings are, are not made for dancing. I didn't say I was a good dancer. <laughs> and you're going to be out there flapping around, doing your thing. You're having a grand old time, but what you don't see is everybody else just kind of like... <laughs> And getting bapped in the face with your accessories. Whatever. I still look good. Your friend Jade, however, is going to be... Jimmy, what are you doing? After Mr. Cohen leaves, Jimmy pretends to think for a moment at the table before getting up and mingling. Looking out for anyone he knows. Making small talk, trying to... Do you have all on, or do you leave it off? Yeah, he leaves it on. Everybody loves to talk to you. 
And after a few moments of you becoming stationary, as though you have a gravitational pull, people are coming around. They're bringing you drinks. They're yeah. offering you cigarettes. They're offering you drugs. They're offering you themselves. Well, he'll take the booze because it's always nice to have. Yeah, he just has a couple drinks and talks and just has fun. Maybe a touch of dancing, too. Oh, do you want to go cut a rug? In your performance out here, you will see two fairies. And then one of them, the one that is in blues, is going to recognize you. And she is going to dance up into your area and try to dance with you, which may or may not work out. She's an African-American woman. She is got a, what's her hairstyle like tonight, Coco? She's got these cool braids in and she braided some blue and some sparkle in her hair too. She's early twenties, maybe a little on the, the skinnier side, but she's as everybody else is all about you. And Coco, after a minute of, you know, your, your friend, goes by and then you turn around and there's that hot guy again and your friend's dancing with him i think that's amazing good for her like she needs to have fun and with that some time will pass unless anybody else has anything they want to do uh no i will do the traditional thing and i will be watching the dance floor and seeing how the people and the vampires move and shake there are two fairies that are fluttering about Jimmy as though he is a bug zapper and they are moths. Oh, I do not like that. I do not like that at all. That is bad metaphor. Jimmy, after dancing for a little while, you're going to notice that the red fairy has a necklace on. And after they stop for a moment as the song comes to an end and the next one gets ready to start and everybody finds the beat again, you'll notice that the necklace around her neck is a rose. Interesting. Very interesting. You also know, of course, that a rose is the symbol of Clan Toreador. Yes. You will also know that Carol is a fan of marking her property. Ghoul outside is probably wearing somewhere on his outfit a little rose pin or like a, a ring with a rose emblem on it on his hand somewhere. Something along those lines. What piece of jewelry did she give you during your fledgling status before you were released on your own recognizance? He has his left ear pierced. So it's going to be a stud of a rose on his left ear. Does he still wear it? Often, not always, but often. Today he is. Of course, because, you know, you're meeting, meeting Carol tonight. Exactly. A little while into your dancing, you don't get tired, which is one of the wonderful things about being a vampire. And the sweat's not ruining my hair, because there isn't any. That's very true. There will be a security guard that you see out of the corner of your eye. That is standing over there. Jade is in her element doing her thing, hitting on this guy, or trying to, it looks like. 
doesn't seem like he's super responding, but he could just be feeling the music, and he's so cool. You are reminded that you have some place to be. Okay, so I just basically give her a kiss on the cheek and look at the cute guy again and then just whisper, have fun. I have to go see Carol fucking Jackson. I'll be back. Jimmy. The other fairy moves away. From Jimmy? Mm. Very reluctantly, you can see. But she mentions that she's got to go see Carol. And that as she's walking, she is still turning her head every little bit. And very obviously checking you out. So it was Coco who has the rose, right? Yes. So Jimmy will keep an eye on her as she leaves, but not be super obvious about it, but just clearly she's going somewhere. Missy, as you are walking around and looking for loose change and stuff, as it were, you're going to walk by a crowd of people looking around, checking out their pockets and things. And out of the corner of your eye, going past in the other direction, you're going to see a tuft of white hair that is up in what looks like a ponytail. It's kind of scraggy and messy. They don't seem like they are in costume. And something about them just kind of twinges at you. We Missy's having this conversation with herself. I don't need to feel bad about taking their things. It's no, I don't like the music either, but and she'll kind of catch out of the corner of the eye or eye that, uh, that person. And she'll just kind of gravitate towards them. Or are you just going to follow them a little bit? Yeah. Just kind of see what they're about because something's stirred there. And she's always one to follow those feelings because they always lead to good things. The good news is in a dark club with a lot of lights going on and the flashing makes it easy to get almost little lightning strikes to see the, the hair picking up. So it's pretty easy to follow for a little bit. And they appear to be female. Granted, costume party and it's not exactly the the best environment to look around at things they are in the process of heading towards the back area and into the kitchen so like the back area that i came in from mm-hmm. how are they dressed kind of like you like a more normal dress less black no wings but very slapdash put together in a random kind of way. Kind of like a street person that's maybe a little bit nicer dressed. Hmm. Must be from the good street. Maybe. No, I'll follow. I haven't seen Art yet. I'm sure we all saw Jimmy. I'm not even going to go there. It's hard to not. This looks fun. I think I've exhausted my fun inside the party. Nobody pays you any attention. Nobody pays her any attention. Everybody seems lost in their own little world, and everything kind of slows down a little bit. 
and then you come to the back door and it is open. Go outside. And as you do, there's nothing in the alley. It's just empty as though it was when you came in. Nobody's around. Doesn't even look like anybody's been through here. No lingering sense of a presence. No. Nothing. So should kind of walk around a little bit. Maybe, you know, it's an alley. There's probably dumpsters or things like that. Maybe just kind of walk around and just see if they're hiding. Maybe they figured out Missy's following them. Sure. So do a little search just to see, are they, are they hiding? Maybe they're, yeah. But then Missy can also play that disappearing game too. And she knows art can do it. So, so maybe, maybe. Sure. So you walk down the end of the the back street here to try and see where this person went to. And you're looking around. And then as you turn, you look back down the alley, there's nothing there. And as you turn back around the other direction, it's the same thing. It's back down the same alley. And then when you look to your left and to your right, it's as though you are in the center of four of those alleys and there's just buildings all around you and there's nothing here. And then spinning this little circle, you notice that the alleys are different and they slowly change bit by bit. Like the dumpster will change here, manhole there. Some of this trash is gone. Then different stuff shows up over here until they're all four of the same, but different alleys than you started with. And then how do you feel? What do you do? She's got a bit of an angry look on her face. Just going to start yelling back. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. I see where we are. Just let me think. Just shh. shh. I just need to find the alley that goes back to the party. And she's just going to keep looking at all the alleys. and. None of them look familiar now. They're all completely changed from what she was initially at. Correct. The cell phone. Art. Art got me that Bluetooth. Whip that out. Do I have a signal? As you whip it out and you hold it there and you look checking for your signal, you get the feeling that something's watching you. She's going to slowly... Put the cell phone away, and she's just going to start walking straight ahead. Just normal pace? A normal pace. She's not going to run. She's just going to walk. Sure. But I think she's going to try to keep that a little bit of that awareness up to see if the eyes are still on her. Does she feel a presence moving closer? So you're walking, and you've got this feeling that something is looking at you. Something is watching you. It's a feeling you've had before. You've been on the streets for quite a long time. But it keeps feeling as though something is getting closer and closer to you. And worse than just feeling like something is watching you, you can feel malicious intent. So she's just going to quietly say, "Just you're the predator here. We're going to lure them to us. That's right. Just wait for them to come to us. And as you get to the other end of the street that you are walking, you will find yourself in another four 
intersection of the same alley. And that feeling will begin to multiply as though you can feel it trying to run you down from behind, from your left, from your right, from your front. But you don't see anything. That is until Art is shaking you as he has come across you while you were just kind of spaced out in the club. Mischief, there you are. You are uh, you are not looking well. What is wrong? No, 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 no. We were we were in the the four way alley. We we were outside. Uh, mischief, you you are not outside. No, I was outside. You have been here entire time. No. You have been staring at this door, waving along to the beat of the music. No, I was outside. I followed the the white haired lady outside, and and we were we were stuck in in the the four way alley. Uh, miss Missyf, what 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 white haired lady? I don't know. I just saw shock of white hair and and just drawn to her, and I, I followed her. Oh, so you followed the white rabbit down the looking glass hole? Yes. Look. I don't really want to get into freshman English with you. I followed a lady outside. Next thing I know, we're trapped in a four-way alley. We couldn't get out. Art will tap the hat that's got the the Cthulhu tentacles. And Mischief, I think this was all in your head. Because I watched you, and you stood right here. This is not to say I am not believing you, but physically you are here. Okay. So... Have you ever been locked inside your own head before? Oh, it's way too crowded. Do you think that someone else made you lose yourself inside your head with with your crowds and your friends and people? What? I don't... No, I don't. Can somebody even do that? No, oh, I I do not know. Well, why would you even bring it up? Like you saw it in one of your old movies or something? Well, now that you mention it, it was Outer Limits. It's very chill. Art, just mischief. Tell me how I can help you. Well, I don't know. Just I don't know. I'm hungry. There's nothing here, and now this, and I just. I'm very agitated right now. Yes, this I understand, but you know there were there were two other winged people on dance floor. One of them may still be there. They may be just what you need in order a, a pick me up, angel food cake, so to speak. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I, I I saw them around Jimmy. Something tells me uh, Jimmy will be having their cake tonight. As you mentioned that. The Red Fairy walks by and heads off from the dance floor up towards the VIP area. And of course, he's also got the high neck cape because he is a Nosferatu and everyone in a Nosferatu has a high neck cape. They give you one like upon your embrace. It's like here's your here's your horrible deformity. Here's your here's your cape. Yeah, pretty much. 
and this is how you do the the hiss and lean away from the sunlight. Yes, this is the first thing that all Nosferatu to practice. Even if it's costume jewelry, if I think it looks neat, I may go for it. Like a fucking magpie. Like a <laughs> magpie. Learned it by watching you guys. But she is not wrong. 